we have one of the most important inspirational podcasts we've ever produced. And this is because Tony Robbins himself invited me around 1992 or 93 to come speak at the UCI Bren Center where there was over 6,000 people there and I was the only other speaker. I had an opportunity to share with the audience the latest findings and kind of a forerunner to my book, Blood Doesn't Lie, in front of the Tony Robbins audience. It was quite an experience, and I kind of broke the ice in the beginning by sharing a story of my personal experience with attending his firewalk to be able to kind of understand what people go through and experience. And I, I think you're going to find it uh, quite motivating. The audience got very excited. It was past 2 in the morning. As you know, if you've ever been to a great Tony Robbins event uh, in live, in person, he goes nonstop. And, you know, this was one of those nights, and I brought the audience up and back and excited and energized, and they got to learn about a very important topic. The number one killer in the world today is cardiovascular disease. In fact, 46 million people are stricken with coronary heart disease and die with, in many cases, no forewarning. So I want you to know that the blood doesn't lie. And anyone who tells you that lipids and cholesterol, particularly after eating, is not important, there's been studies that have negated fasting blood lipid levels for good reason, because fasting doesn't really represent the real world. But there are now new studies, and I had predicted this back in the 1990s, that if you were to get a drop of blood and analyze, not only under the microscope conditions so they could see it, and also to have the actual reading of LDL, the bad cholesterol, HDL, the so-called good cholesterol, but you don't want that too high either. It's not protective if you get too high in HDL. And the total cholesterol related to also glucose and what's called VLDL, very low-density lipoprotein. So really, stay tuned. It's going to be short and intense as it would be with Tony Robbins himself. And uh, listen to him in the background audience reacting to some of the questions I asked his audience and what they had to say. Uh, it was truly one of the most exciting opportunities for me. And you'll see, uh, at least you'll hear, uh, at my particular age at that time, this was nearly 30 years ago, Tony Robbins, now 60s, going on 61 this year. Uh, 30 years ago, he was what, 31? I was 30 years ago, about 36. Uh, it's quite intense and uh, really exciting. So please listen in and I want you to please share. And uh, let me tell you, the facts that we're sharing here are pretty much what they are now. Blood doesn't lie. And this is you today. So it blew her mind so much that she immediately, I mean, it was so compelling for her to see that she changed. In three weeks, she's made an unbelievable change in all of her numbers. So I want to bring him up here just for five minutes to show you quickly a couple of cells, which I think we're going to be able to project up on the screen for you so you see what it looks like. And I'm going to offer you, he's here in Orange County. His, his center is here in Orange County. And he's going to offer for you, if you want to come by the center and have your blood done personally so you can know exactly what your triglycerides are and what your cholesterol is. And if you look at page 189, you got a little idea of what some of the effects of cholesterol are here for you on different parts of your body. At the top, again, it says take charge of your life, dramatically reduce or eliminate excess fats or oils within your system. 
I can tell you all these things, and I can talk to you about cholesterol and what your levels should be and all that wonderful stuff, but you know what? That's just a bunch of numbers. So I want to show you something real quick. I need your attention. Make sure your energy is high. Uh, recently, what I did was, uh, as you can imagine, since I'm a vegetarian, my cholesterol, I mean, I don't have any cholesterol. It's down through the floor. So I don't have to worry about that. My triglycerides are in great shape. But I've had people do that before, and it doesn't really mean much to me. But I heard about this guy through a friend of mine who's based here in Orange County who was doing research. His name's Nick Delgado. And I heard about him. I said, he, I knew he'd worked with Pritikin for a time. And he was doing something really neat. It's pretty simple. But sometimes the simplest things are the most powerful. All he was doing is taking, and instead of doing your blood test on you, he did the blood test, but he did it in front of you, and then he projected your blood up on a screen so you could see it. And you know the old phrase, seeing is believing? Well, it's pretty powerful. He put this blood up on the screen and got to see the blood floating around and seeing exactly what it looked like. And he showed me cells of somebody who was healthy who were 75, their blood cells, really healthy. Then he showed me somebody whose blood he did about four hours before they died of leukemia. They did my blood cells, made me feel pretty good. Did Becky's blood cells, made me feel pretty good. Did Joshua's blood cells, didn't make me feel quite as good, but was much better. Then he did Teresa, who's one of my personal assistants at the castle, did her blood cells, and we all came around and looked at them because they were all sticking together real nice. And as they stick together, what happens? They can't flow through as well, and what happens? Less what? But you know what's neat? She got to see it. Says somebody saying, here's your triglycerides, and here's this, here's your cholesterol. She got to see the effect, and it was so vivid, it was amazing. And you know what? The night before, that morning she had one cup of coffee, releasing all the fatty acids into her bloodstream, because that's what coffee does to you. That's one of the things that you don't want to do to your system. And number two, the night before she had three little pieces of pizza. She said no meat, but still she had all the cheese, right, and all those things in there, all the fat that was there. It blew her mind so much that she immediately, I mean, it was so compelling for her to see that, she changed. In three weeks, she's made an unbelievable change in all of her numbers. So I want to bring him up here just for five minutes to show you quickly a couple of cells, which I think we're going to be able to project up on the screen for you so you see what that looks like. And I'm going to offer you, he's here in Orange County, his, his center is here in Orange County, and he's going to offer for you if you want to come by the center and have your blood done personally so you can know exactly what your triglycerides are and what your cholesterol is and a variety of other things. They'll do that for you for a minimal price. I don't know he's got some kind of deal for you to do it, but I think it would be very powerful for you in terms of motivation. And what's neat about it is maybe you didn't lose all the weight you wanted yet, but sometimes when the body gets its nerve energy, it doesn't go to losing weight first. It first goes to healing organs and eliminating poisons. And it's really nice to be able to see the results of what you've done. So maybe something you're interested in, but it's very minimal. I want you to take a seat to look at that. So would you welcome Mr. Delgado? Give him a hand, please. I think you're on. You're not on? Test. Jerry? Let me see. Right there. Now we're set. Okay. First, I'd, I'd like to begin by thanking Tony to have me here tonight. I was very excited when he invited me to come to speak to you. And I decided to also come to the entire weekend because I felt I needed to experience what you were experiencing to be able to properly address you. And when I heard that the Friday night was the firewalk, I had to talk to some of my friends and I said, I had to tell them, this is what I told them, I said, um, they're doing a firewalk, but I'm not going to do it. That's what I told them. And I told like three people because I was trying to convince myself that I wasn't going to do the firewalk because that wasn't logical. And I'm a researcher, a scientist, and I worked with Nathan Pritik and I did a lot of studies and research. But I also have an undergraduate degree in psychology. 
And I deeply respected what Tony was doing. I had uh, bought all of his tapes before I even met him. And I'd studied his tapes and listened. And I was just so impressed. And so there I was, Friday night, with all these people, all of you, many of you. How many were there, uh, the firewalk? Okay. I was out there, and I mean, they're building this bonfire. And it was hot. I had to step back, and I'm going, that's real. I mean, this is not kidding. And so uh, one person in the room here was standing next to me, and she goes, uh, you're going to walk tonight, aren't you? And she asked me the question, and I, I looked at her, and I said, uh, I think so. <laughs> and I'm starting to go through my mind, because I was listening to Tony, and Tony was so convincing. And I began to understand what he was talking about, that it was a metaphor, and that it was something to help to conquer fears. And I have fears like anyone else. At one time, I was very overweight. I weighed over 205 pounds. And so those fears are in me just like they are in anyone else. But So I got in the line, and I had a suit with me, and so I actually went and changed, and I got some shorts on and everything. I'm standing in this line with all these people excited, and I learned how to get into that high state, which felt me, helped me to feel very strong, very powerful. And when they said... Well, they didn't say go. They said go to the person in front of me. Well, then they took a break. And I said, what's going on? They had to bring fresh coals. Well, I was, I was looking I was looking at the bed, and I was thinking, God, it's getting really thinned out. I mean, I'm, I'm really happy about this because, you know, my feet are real soft. I, I don't go barefoot on the beach much, and I thought my feet were going to be too tender. So it was thinned out. I was really happy. I was in the right line, you know. And then they lay this bed. A more, more fire, and I'm looking at him going, no, no, I'm next. So it induced this super high level of fear, but then I, I thought back to what Tony taught me, and I said, I can do it. And so I got, got in the state, and I, and I did it, and it was fantastic. Okay. I want to... Um, I want to say that what Tony does is fantastic, and when I found out that he had a great interest in health, the first thing I usually ask people is, what is your cholesterol level? How many here do not know your cholesterol level? May I see a show of hands? Okay. For those of you who know your cholesterol level, how many know that your level is 100 plus your age and not over 160? How many actually know that for a fact? Okay. How many here know that you have a cholesterol level over 200? Okay. Now, a vast majority of you don't even know your cholesterol level. For various reasons, maybe your doctor said you have a normal cholesterol level, don't worry about it. The normal American cholesterol level, that one out of two people die of heart attack and stroke. That's not normal. So when I tested Tony's blood, I was very curious because I test thousands of people's blood. And, and I, I know many of these people and I find out what their cholesterol levels are. And I was so impressed when I was at his castle and we checked his blood, his cholesterol level ranges between 100 and 131. And you know what his age is. He's 30. 100 plus your age and not over 160. And in fact, just, just before, uh, well, during one of the breaks, I ran it tonight. Just, just to prove it to myself again, but just to prove it to you. And some of you may have noticed me drawing his blood. He gives blood for you. Cholesterol, and you can come right up and check it, 131, right up here. 
and if we were to draw blood on him, send it to a laboratory, which I recommend because drawing blood is uh, a more sensitive way to test, but a screening test is plus or minus 3% accuracy, so it'll give you a good screening level. And uh, he has had his blood drawn and had these levels come up statistically, and we know his levels run low. And his triglycerides, uh, you want to keep your fat levels low. How many have been told you should fast at least 12 hours before a blood test? Let me see a show of hands. Okay. We have a theory that if you check your blood periodically during the middle of the day when you're doing your normal thing of eating, that that really represents the real state of your body. And if we find that you have a high triglycerides after eating, that that's almost more significant than finding out you have a low triglyceride after fasting. And so here in the middle of the night, after all the stress and everything is going through and eating, you know, out away from home, Tony's triglycerides are in the low 100s, 111. And anything under 150 is good, and in the 100 level is excellent. And at the castle, I measured his level to be under 70. So he routinely runs a low triglyceride level. He not only walks his talk, he eats his talk and does it well. Okay. Now, real briefly here. I hope we have some slide power. Oh, yeah. Okay, here we are. I just briefly mentioned, and Tony already said it, that we developed a clinic in Huntington Beach called Delgado Medical on Beach Boulevard, not, a, not far from here up the street. And you're all welcome at any time to make an appointment to come in, and we can do the same type of test that we did for Tony, plus additional ultrasound type testing at the clinic. Now, there's some rather unique testing that's under research right now. This is a dry blood test, and when blood dries, it forms these black lines, which are a fibrin net, and the red is the red blood cells. This is a 75-year-old's blood. You know, turn the lights all the way down up there, please, so people yeah, can see. Yeah, we can dim it a little more. Okay. Now, what you're looking at is healthy, normal blood. And you know, I find that people who exercise, as Tony said, who exercise regularly, have among the best looking blood. And if they have a good diet, they have really good blood. Now, this is the lady who had leukemia that Tony referred to, who uh, a few hours later uh, that, that night died. Nick, you might show him the first picture again since it's dark now. Okay, let's go back. That's a healthy person. That's now, leukemia. What we see is massive destruction uh, representing low oxygen levels in the blood. She had undergone chemotherapy, radiation treatments, both of which Dr. John McDougall, uh, a doctor who uh, Tony has referred to in, in some of his literature, uh, feel that it is too toxic for the body and it's not a good treatment for cancer in most cases. And she was also been, uh, she was given a drink. Uh, I won't even use the name of it, but it's a high fat, high protein drink. And that's what they think that cancer patients need to build up their weight because they lose weight when they have cancer. Of course, that's counterproductive because all this fat and cholesterol from this insured drink uh, tends to mess up the body. This is Teresa's blood, uh, Tony's secretary, when we te tested it approximately two and a half weeks before. Now, this does not represent cancer, but it does represent inflammation, the, these holes starting to form in the blood. And the smaller little holes represent possibly some allergy activity. And this was just two and a half weeks later. You see the hole, how it started to fill in in her blood. It's an interesting research project that we've undertaken looking at dry blood. But wet blood samples like this have been done for years. And, these, and doctors do these tests, but they're sent to laboratories, so you never see them. And generally, the doctor never sees your blood either. So we decided at our clinic to have the blood in front of you because we knew many people are visual. How many here consider yourselves visual type learners, right? So you have to see. Seeing is believing in many cases. But what we see here in that, that shiny object right there, 
This is Teresa's blood two and a half weeks ago also. Let's isn't see. It? Hopefully we've got... Okay. There's a... Um, that shiny object right there, that's a crystal in the blood. People form uric acid crystals and uh, cholesterol crystals sometimes. These crystals are usually a byproduct of excess protein or cholesterol, and she did say that she had been eating quite a bit of cheese leading up to this. Uh, Tony then counseled her and reviewed a diet that was high in carbohydrate, low in fat, and again, hear this before, you see the cells clumping. Well, within two and a half weeks, you see the crystals are clear, her cells are separating, and here's the exciting thing, Teresa's cholesterol level went from 227, and in two and a half weeks, down to 168. Now, again, these, these objects here are red blood cells. They're the substance of life, carrying oxygen to all the cells of the body. If they become clumped from too much fat in the diet, if they become clumped, let me just show you clumping, they, they stick together like this, and normally, as Tony said, each red blood cell travels through the capillary bed one by one, but if they clump like this, just from one fatty meal, then they, they stick together, and they are unable to carry as much oxygen. There was a study done in which people fasted overnight and they checked their blood in the morning. The triglycerides were 45. Then they gave them one fatty meal. Within one hour, their triglycerides doubled and they measured their EKG. It was normal. By the third hour, the triglycerides tripled. By the fourth and fifth hour, they reached a peak of 240, which is two and a fourth times more fat in the blood than a human being needs. The EKGs measured abnormal, representing less oxygen reaching the heart. These were angina patients people who have chest pain because they have severe blockages from excess cholesterol clogging the arteries. And guess what? By the fourth and fifth hour, when the peak of fat reached its level, all 14 of the people reported chest pains. Now, these people were in separate rooms. They were not comparing notes and saying, yeah, I have chest pain, yeah, do you? Yeah, yeah, so do I. No, they all experienced chest pain at almost the same time. An hour later, as the fat started clear from their system, the triglycerides decreasing, the EKG started to normalize and the chest pain started going away. What do you eat? Let's take a look at this, low-fat milk. Is it really low-fat or is the word low-fat a marketing gimmick? They say 2% by volume, which includes the water calculation. Look at the fat grams. Fat, five grams of fat. Now, five grams of fat is quite a bit. Two glasses of low-fat milk would give you nearly 10 grams of fat, which is equivalent to a large chocolate Hershey bar. So if you consider five grams of fat, anything, just remember, anything with three grams of fat or more, if it has four or more, it's too high. If it has less than that, three, two, one, or zero grams of fat, it's probably a very low-fat product. That's just a rule of thumb, a simple way. Uh, there's calculations that you can get from one of the books that we have. Now let's go into the, uh, the heart of the matter, the fat of the matter. Look at butter, 100% fat. But notice that margarine also has 100% fat. Look at the cholesterol butter, quite a bit of cholesterol. So margarines, mayonnaise, cooking oils are all very high in fat. Now nuts and seeds are pretty high in fat, 75% fat. They do have a certain amount of fibers you can get by with eating a little bit of them, but don't overdo them. Look at, this is an interesting thing. Everyone is switched to chicken and turkey. Chicken and turkey is low in fat, under 20% fat, but the cholesterol content is 68 milligrams of cholesterol. That's more than red meat. Look at sirloin steak with 58 milligrams of cholesterol. I have many of my patients coming to me and they say, I've gone to doctor after doctor, now they put me on cholesterol-lowering drugs because nothing works. And they say, I eat all the good foods. I eat chicken, fish, and turkey. I said, wait, hold on. I, I said, repeat that, chicken, fish, and turkey. I said, they say, everyone says that's low in fat. Yes, it's low in fat, but it has as much cholesterol, if not more, than red meat. 
So you don't want to overdo your chickens and fishes. Look at tuna packed in water, low in fat, less than 10% fat, but it has over 78 milligrams of cholesterol. Look at shrimp, low in fat, but over 150 milligrams of cholesterol. Now let's, let's look uh, back at cheese. Teresa, cheese, 78% fat, 120 milligrams of cholesterol. Red meat averages 60 to 70 milligrams of cholesterol per equivalent quantity. Look at egg yolks, 82% uh, fat and 1,500 milligrams of cholesterol per th uh, three and a half ounces. That's equal to five egg yolks. Remember, your body only gets rid of 100 milligrams of cholesterol a day. If you looked at this graph, you see how it's broken off there? It would go through the ceiling 15 times to show you how much cholesterol it actually has in eggs. It, I always tell people, eat no more than one or two eggs per year, and that's because you made a mistake and didn't know it was in a bakery good. Look at bananas, less than 2.5% fat, high in complex carbohydrates, and even a source of protein. Look at grapes, look at oranges and apples, avocados and olives, be careful people, look at the fat, very high. Look at potatoes, less than 1.5% fat. Everyone thinks that potatoes are fattening. It's what you put on them. What if you put 400 calories worth of butter on a potato? You don't want that. Okay, so there, there's theories about combining, and I think that's good because it helps people to, it really reduces the incidence of adding fats and proteins and things, which there's no nutritional need for fats and, and protein-type foods because look, all the grains, fruits, and vegetables gives you all the protein you need, averaging 10 to 15% protein. Do you know that wheat right there has 14% protein, which is as much as filet mignon? You've got complex carbohydrates, which gives you your energy source, and you have enough fat. You don't have to add fat to your diet. Corn, corn oil, it takes 14 years of corn to make one tablespoon of corn oil. So if you want your oil, don't get it from the oil directly. It's highly processed. That's like adding sugar to your diet. No one would tell you you need sugar in your diet. Why are you adding oil to your diet? Corn is a great source of fat, natural fat. Now let's go back to this issue of cholesterol. Here's a man, 34 years old, who had a cholesterol of 245. In three weeks of following our zero cholesterol type of diet, his cholesterol dropped down to 165. He then went back to his original diet. In three weeks, his cholesterol went to 255. He then added additional eggs to his diet, and the cholesterol went to 270. Not much of a rise right there, you see? Now most researchers use this study to tell people eggs do not increase cholesterol much. But what they do is they, they hide the fact that these people are already on a high cholesterol diet. If they'd put them on a zero cholesterol diet, you see they would have got this drop down to 175, then add eggs and it goes right up, 260 or higher, in three weeks or shorter. That's me um, 12 years ago when I weighed 205 pounds at five foot eight. See how heavy I was? I was holding in my stomach, see that? You know, don't you hold in your stomach when you have a picture taken? Look in the face how heavy. Uh, it was near the 60s, so you know the hair, excuse me. And, I, it took and that's me, the stud today. Well, this, this was taken five months after the first picture, about 11 and a half years ago. And so I've kept it off for 12 years. And you ask yourself this question, how many people do you know who have gone, gone on a diet, a nutritional lifestyle diet that kept it off for 12 years and never gained it back? How many here have no people who have kept their weight off permanently when they went on a diet for more than 12 years? Can we even see the hands? Do a clap for us to tell us how many. Okay, great. Uh, slow, uh, short plug, our zero cholesterol weight loss cookbooks available. Okay, everyone, thank you very much. Thanks very much. Oh, Tony?
have them put the blood up on the TV, your blood. Very noises. Okay, stand up for a second, shake your body out. We're down to the last three. Shake it out, shake it out, shake it out, shake it out. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Wake it, wake it, wake it, wake it, wake it. Shake out your legs, shake it out, shake it out. Shake the other one. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. That was an amazing show. And now I want to put it all together for you. How do you locate these incredible natural herbs, organic, the best, designed to help you to improve your hormonal balance, give you energy, help you to look and feel great? DocNutrients.com. This is our sponsor. There is a special quiz. Please take the immune system quiz, and it's going to give you some incredible feedback and ideas about how to strengthen your immune system during these troubling times. Be well. It's 2021, and we're here to support you.